0: Hello everyone, welcome back to Spice Up, and as you know my saying, keep it heated. Today, we're going to be talking about the NBA, the National Basketball Association. Basketball, if not my favorite sport besides football, has been a big thing, and as you know, the season just restarted as of yesterday. Well, technically there were scrimmages for the past week, but the official season has restarted yesterday. Today we're going to be talking about how we thought of the NBA season as a whole, what are we going to be looking forward to in the playoffs? And are there any teams who we should be looking out for in the bubble? Today, I decided to bring on two of my friends, Kush Oza and Alok Tucker, to talk about um, the NBA as a whole. Um, what are we looking forward to and what is the situation moving forward? So, thank you, Kush. Thank you, Alok, for joining me here today. Got you, bro.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: So, uh, my first question is, if you were to rate the um, NBA season so far, excluding Corona, um on a scale of one to ten, or a letter grade-wise, how would you rate it, and why? I mean, I'd probably give
1: it a B plus. B plus overall.
0: Why because would you say that?
1: I, I feel like this year there's a lot more competitors to, for the NBA championship because we have the Bucks as a runner-up, as, as as not runner up. a runner-up. They're the best team in the East by far. But then there's also Philly that's involved in the East, and out west there's the Lakers, obviously, and the Clippers. So there's a lot of teams. There's more. I mean, we've been, We just came off of a Warriors dynasty where they were going to win no matter what until so they did to the Cavs. Uh, I but Raptors. now there's more options. No, nah, I don't think the Raptors are good enough to win the NBA. Oh, well, right now they have a better record than they had with Kawhi at the same with the same amount of games. They have, they have more wins this season than last season. So I wouldn't count them out.
0: But I feel like now when you look at the Raptors, I feel like they are more unified in the sense now than they had Kawhi. Because without Kawhi, everyone's got to, you know, definitely play out, play well again. Pascal
1: Siakam has to be up there for most improved player again. Again.
0: You can look at Pascal, but there's still, like, other people as well. Brandon Ingram, Bam.
1: You can make the case for Luka. You can make the case.
0: Honestly, to be honest, I would honestly even put Trey Young up there. Trey Young had a big jump from his rookie to sophomore year. Trey Young was always good. Trey Young, Trey Young can put up numbers, but here's my thing: I feel like his impact value from last year to this year went up a lot. He made the All Star game this year as the starting point guard. Yes, that is true. I mean, yes, you can make the case for Luca last year if he had was it like four more votes, he would have been like technically a starter. Yeah,
1: if Trey, if Trey's team, the Hawks, they, if they got into the bubble or into the playoffs, then I would put him as yeah. Uh,
0: the thing is, the Hawks, what they're missing is someone who can, someone who's a veteran, someone who's got the experience, someone who can lead their team. That's what they need. Ahead,
1: to, Vince Carter.
0: Not, not like Vince Carter. Someone like, for example, like someone who can take the game to the next level. Like, for example, let's they say they got Capella, right? They got Capella, they got Capella but. He was injured, so we don't know what he's going to bring to the team next season. And going back to what Kush said about the Sixers, the Sixers do have coaching problems with Brett Brown. And with Al Horford coming in, it changes their rotation a lot. And now they did start him on the bench. I feel like
1: Al Horford's not a good fit. have so many big men. That, I disagree. Because um, Al, Hor- Al-, Al Horford, he's really not a big man. He's just a, he's just like a glorified stretch four. Which plays perfectly into what that uh, what what they want Ben Simmons to do. Ben Simmons, if we're if we're being real, besides that one three D hit in the scrimmage, he's not shooting out there. But so with jo- with the ability of Joel and Bean and Al, Al Horford and Clyde Harris to stretch the floor and even Jason Richardson on a hot night, that that complete stretch that like complete stretch offense is great for Benson and to shine. It's also what it's also what uh, the Bucks are doing for Giannis because he can't shoot that much. So they put people like Chris Middleton and Dante DiVincenzo to shoot. For miles. Yeah, Bruce has great stretch to the stretch center.
0: The thing is, Al Horford is a good player, don't get me wrong. He's a very good veteran. Yeah,
1: definitely.
0: Al Horford also has a lot of defensive talents, which is why the Sixers definitely did bring him in. Because last year he was able to guard and beat really well. The thing is, I feel like what why Horford isn't such a great piece is because of Brett Brown's coaching system ways. He doesn't fit into their coaching system like the way Brett Brown uses their rotation. I don't think Horford fits in properly that well. Cuz you we saw throughout the season Horford was very inconsistent. There were games where he yeah. did really well, but there were games in which it it it's not like he was there. He didn't make that much of an I guess, impact.
1: I guess he was so inconsistent that he had to be brought off the bench instead of starting. Exactly.
0: And that's that's what the Sixers have to prove in the bubble. They need to get the rotation straight. One team who, which I do think got the rotation straight was definitely the Lakers. They're able to manage their players really well. And even without, for example, overexercising LeBron and AD in the scrimmage games, their other players stepped up. Kuzma, even though he has a lot of inconsistencies, he did step up in the scrimmages.
1: He had like twenty five points one game, right?
0: Exactly. Yep. So, Alok, also, Alok what,
1: also playing really well.
0: Alok, playing. what would you grade this season?
1: I would give it like a B, B plus, because there's, like I said, there's so many competitors, but there's not. There's also this one great team with the Bucks. They're just standing out because they have They the stand
0: out players. in the East, but then the West is. West has a lot of competition.
1: The West? Is the West? Historically, has just been better than the East. The West just has better teams. Mm-hmm.
0: But you also have to think about it this way. In the bubble, there's 22 teams. Nine came from the East, but 13 came from the West. Exactly.
1: Just more, it shows just you how
0: competitive the West is.
1: There's so many teams fighting for that last eight, the 7th and 8th spot for the playoffs. It could come down to like the last seeding game.
0: Exactly. So that's what going into my next question was. Going through the Western Conference, when we're looking at that seven and eight seed, are there any teams in particular you're looking out for? I was
1: looking out for the Pelicans, but after their loss yesterday, I don't think they they have like the, the momentum.
0: I mean, they they're definitely. Lonzo was definitely rusty, two for thirteen yesterday. Yeah. I think that the Pelicans are a special
1: case, is because they're so young, they're so talented. But they don't have, like, the veteran presence besides um, J.J. Redick. J.J. Redick has never missed a playoff uh, once, ever throughout high school, throughout college, throughout the NG, he's never missed a playoff. But other than him, there's no real, like, they don't have a super, superstar that can take him to the next level. They have Zion Williamson, but he only played 15 minutes in that last game. which is if he played why. a little more, then they would kind of have won the good chance
0: But too going with JJ Redick. I know JJ Redick had, actually had a conversation with Zion. It was pretty uh, funny. He said, "Zion, don't mess this, don't mess this up for me." Very but Kush is right. Reddick does bring a lot of veteran talent. Was a superstar at Duke. Are you like one of the best shooting guards there to ever play? But he you're right. He does bring a lot of value when you do use him properly. But for me, I was actually looking down more towards the other teams such as the Suns. And the Kings actually don't get That's me wrong. That surprises me. Don't get me wrong here. the The problem with the Kings is kind of like with the Hawks. They don't got someone who can fully lead that team yet. You have a a great superstar, a young superstar in Darren Fox, but Buddy Heel did show some inconsistency this season. And for example, with their number two pick in the two thousand eighteen draft, Marvin Bagley. I don't know. I can't really say if he's lived up to his expectations.
1: I feel like if in a couple of years he'll be an all star. Like not, I mean, all star.
0: That's a that's a big point. claim. I'm saying Marvin Bagby he has so much potential. He has, he has potential, so but his injuries is what worries season. me. His injuries
1: have time in the way. I was very disappointed in Buddy Hield this season. Yeah, he got a max, not a max contract, but he got a very big payday. And he hey, after a-
0: complaining, like after complaining last season,
1: there was this video that came out. Of um, the the Kings' owner talking to Buddy Hield. Um saying you got the money now, you got to perform. He just hasn't performed.
0: And, and did not, he not got one to the bench. You, I don't know if you guys know about this. Do you, you know why the Kings didn't select Luca in the 2018 draft? What? Because the owner, of Vlade Divac, has problems with Luca's family. Oh, that's so awesome. think about it this that's way: awesome. you could have had Luca on the Kings, and I think that would have sh- definitely changed the Kings as well.
1: But um De'Aaron Fox they wouldn't even need Buddy Neos anymore have you have Fox, De'Aaron
0: Fox and Luca. And you to
1: work together though. They're both ball dominant players.
0: But because I'd put I'd have Luca over Aaron. Buddy. I'd have Luca over Buddy.
1: No
0: no no. De'Aaron Fox and Luca. How, how De they, De'Aaron Fox, good. he as much as he's he, he can definitely players. be a scoring threat, he, he's got some really nice like passing abilities. I think that's where him and Luca can go hand in hand. Yeah,
1: Luca's like a triple double machine. He can, he can get a triple double every single night.
0: And don't and sleep Luka on Darren Fox's defense. Luca can bring yeah. the offense, Fox can bring the defense.
1: Yeah, it's like a Fox. Um, last season, Dennis was Jr., he just didn't work well with Luca. I think that Dennis was Jr. was holding Luca back because he was the main ball handler. I don't know how they would work if Luca and Darren would work together.
0: I mean, but. Go, when I was saying the Suns, people do underestimate DeAndre Ayton's talent. Ayton did. Ayton was averaging a double double, and
1: he, if, he, if he didn't miss the first one game of the season because of the, <laughs> the suspension, they would have had a good chance of making the playoffs from before.
0: Look, like, p- people, people can hate on me for saying this, but I'm actually rooting for the Suns like fully. I think, believe it or not, the Suns have one of the more better teams because. I think the problem is the Suns may not have like, you know, let's say like the best players on their team, but they're they're way more unified in a team perspective compared to other teams in the Western Conference.
1: I'm looking at they have shooters.
0: They got Booker, you got Ubre, you have Dario Sarch who can actually play really well. You have DeAndre Eight. Bridges. Bridges. McCall okay. Bridges is extremely underrated. He went off in scrimmages. Mm -hmm. And Bridges Uh, Rubio, yeah. Rubio, exactly. Bridges is one an excellent defender. From Villanova, uh, absolutely. He can he can be crazy. Right
1: There's six games behind the Grizzlies for the eighth seed. There's only Oh, eight the Grizzlies wins. is also a team to look out for because Ja Morant, Jared Jackson Jr., they're
0: going on. All- you have to, yeah, Grizzlies and Pelicans. You got Ja versus Zion. It's going to be – this is now, you know, as much as the awards come from the time before corona – this is a real battle between Jaw and Zion now to see who is the more talented rookie, who can lead their team. Zion's
1: who is more talented. Better. I think Zion's better, but Ja's going to win
0: it. I think when you, when you go to a team perspective after, I think the Grizzlies do have the advantage there. I feel like Ja Morant has just done so much for the
1: Grizzlies. Like he essentially got them into the playoffs. I mean Jared Jackson Jr. has done a lot. He's been a great player throughout the season. But John Morant really has elevated them to the playoff level. Not very high, like the one, two, three seeds, but like the a, a solid six, seven eight. I think John Morant has done that so well. In a couple but of years, they might they might be like the fourth or third seed. Three. Yeah, I agree with that completely.
0: And we all did fantasy, so we know this. Jonas can put up numbers as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and
0: Dylan Brooks, he's inconsistent, but when he plays, he like I, I count up.
1: He was on my team for a long time. He got me so many points because of his of his sharp shooting, and he's also not that bad on defense.
0: Yeah, he yeah he he's a he's well on defense, and he's he's like he's 24. He's like his third season, so he's definitely got time to improve as well.
1: He just got a big payday.
0: I think. I, I think yeah, he, he got an extension. It. He got. He did get the extension. I forgot what the contract was, but he did get the extension. So I was next. I wanted to look at teams which definitely surprised us this season: the Raptors and the Thunder.
1: Need the Thunder? I thought they wouldn't be in the playoffs. I think the trade for CP3 was questionable at, at the start, but he CP3 does work as long as he goes to that Alexander. And honestly, one of my probably my favorite center in the
0: league right now, Steven Adams,
1: <laughs> super underrated, super underrated. Look, but I'm. They are s- the 50, and they have like seven picks going into the future. They're
0: When you look at the trade now, you can definitely say the Thunder won it. Yeah, they
1: because Russell heart. Westbrook, Russell Westbrook, and James Harden, eh, they're not. When I think about that, I don't really see. Of them working together, better. I see more I of, of a ball dispute,
0: so,
1: yeah. I, mean, I agree
0: because they're both it's like, it's ob- like it's
1: like CP3 and James Harden, they both wanted the ball in their hands, yeah. But
0: now CP3 can really run the offense in OKC, mm-hmm. yeah. And what they,
1: what they lacked in OKC was a real like play initiator and a person who could. Consistently, just run their offense and be a concrete leader on the team. Russell Westbrook, he was really good, but he, his talent was what drove the entire team. Russ they is didn't good. Have, like, unity.
0: Russ is good, mm-hmm. but CP three has leadership. He has way more leadership. And yeah, that's, why,
1: that's why he's gonna make the Hall of Fame. G- going to the Thunder. Well, Russ thinks more about himself than the team. That's what that, that's his
0: mindset. That and going to the Thunder their sixth man Dennis Schroeder, has been uh, oh my god I, Dennis Schroeder. also um mip multiple player you could put him at mip Going to sixth man of the year race you have Dennis Schroeder. you have Lou, Lou Williams you got Harold uh, yeah. who who else uh, no. who else do we have up there um, um even if even if we weren't to look at anybody else the three of them that's still
1: I think Trez would win it,
0: Montrezl. Montrezl. No. Really? It's it, it, between him and Blue. I don't think Shooter would get past
1: those two because of just how good the Clippers have been this year. Yeah. But you that know, could. The 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 as well. And both the and both of the Clippers and team. Um,
0: Thunder. You know who legit? You know who could legitimately be up in the sixth man seed, like if he was playing sixth man all season, Horford, Ooh. Horford. Not Horford,
1: he might, yeah. yeah. He if, performed well when he came out from that. He performed well.
0: That's what that's what I'm saying. Like Horford may not be putting up the biggest amount of numbers per game, but he he makes he his impact clear.
1: he has surprised me too. Yes, he is very surprised.
0: Without a doubt, yeah.
1: Duncan Robinson. The- Sharpshooter, pilot hero coming off the bench with Jimmy be Butler and Bam Adebayo beating them. Pilot hero has surprised me. You time. you do know
0: that he could release Bam because they might try to target Giannis and they need to free up the space.
1: Kind of on the I don't think that I don't think Giannis will come to the team. I think he I think he would go to the Warriors or stay with the Bucks. Really? Yeah. You think the Warriors? That would be they 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 they, they have cap for.
0: for him. I I just but don't like see Steph I Curry don't see Giannis going to the Warriors.
1: No, because if I don't Wiggins,
0: see that if, if Wiggins gets if, if Wiggins runs his contract
1: out and he doesn't extend, yeah, they have enough cap for, for Giannis. You know what? I don't. Th- oh yeah, no, Kush, Kush, go. I don't think that. Like thinking about it, I don't think that uh, Stephen Curry, Blake Thompson, Bob, uh, question, let's just leave a blank space at small forward because we don't know what's going to happen with Moose Wiggins and Giannis, just the three of them, and then Draymond Green, whatever, wherever he goes, whatever happens with him. I don't think, I don't, I mean, I like the combination on paper because it just sounds like three really, It really down, It sounds players.
0: like a super team right there, but when you actually yeah. see the play style, that's where it could get concerning. Yeah, it's just like Russell Westbrook and James Hart, like on paper, amazing. I can't oh, yeah, have the thought of Giannis in a Warriors jersey. I I can't. Yeah. This is not going, going to me. Well,
1: where else do you guys think it
0: would go? You know what team I am concerned yeah. about though, the Timberwolves.
1: Timberwolves. No, actually, I think they're on a positive trend because they got D'Lo and they have Cat.
0: You know their team was put up for sale, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. Kevin Garnett. Kevin Garnett. I told my dad to buy them.
0: Their team was put up for sale for I think it was 1.2 billion.
1: Yeah, I, I asked that. If Kevin if Kevin Garnett buys the Wolves, I think they have a really good chance of like building a good like a franchise, a really good franchise.
0: there Garnett's a good player, but at the same time, there is banter regarding him. Yep. When it comes to looking at, for example, the Celt- his time with the Celtics and, and all, there was there was a lot of banter there. Uh, I'll be honest. But um, who do you have winning it all at, in the end? I, I got Lakers. You have Lakers? Yeah. Kush? What
1: about you? No, I had you first.
0: You know, my front runner is obviously the Lakers, but I want to see how the seedings turn out, to be honest. I want to see what goes on to the 7-8 and eight seed to fully make my decision. Because, look, for example, let's say the Lakers stay as the number one seed. And if
1: they win the next game, they're confirmed number
0: one. And you say the number eight seat is, for example, the Trailblazers. There are some experts that say the Trailblazers could win.
1: They're high though.
0: Uh, look, I'm just saying that whoever whoever it plays in the seven and eight seat obviously has competition against the one and two Lakers and Clippers, or even Nuggets. Don't let's not forget about them.
1: I really do like the Nuggets.
0: I do I do like the Nuggets. It's just that how are they going to be in playoff time? They've shown themselves in regular season, but what about playoff time?
1: I think like last year they
0: collapsed, right? They kind of they, they kind of did collapse. I feel like
1: they they don't have an, enough playoff experience. They need to they need to win a couple more games and
0: then the Mike Malone is a good coach, don't get me wrong, but yeah, he doesn't He doesn't fully have that playoff experience like some of the other coaches do. For example, let's say Nick Nurse from the Raptors. Nick Nurse is who I have for Coach of the Year. Nick Nurse deserves it. It's
1: either Nick Nurse or... Or Vogel. It's going to be him or Vogel. Or Billy
0: Donovan. Yeah. I could see Vogel winning it because the Lakers do... I mean, don't get me wrong. Budenholzer is obviously up there as well, but... Impact wise, I go with Nurse.
1: I think that the I think it's the finals is going to be actually no. I want to go to the Western Conference, uh, the Western Conference Finals right now. I think it's going to be Lakers Clippers. It's going to be a Game Seven, and the Lakers win it. And then in the finals, it's going to be the
0: Bucks and the Lakers, and Lakers win it six. Uh- the thing is, I actually agreed with Kush on most of that, except for the Lakers Clippers. I think Lakers could finish it off in six.
1: Wait, it, huh?
0: Look, LeBron I'm just saying. In, I think they could win in six. LeBron in playoff time is a different breed. It's different a
1: different animal, bro. and he's so much time off. He,
0: he has, has so, so much, much time, time off. To
1: recover. You're gonna have
0: playoff and AD.
1: Playoff LeBron playoff AD.
0: Playoff Caruso. I, I think. I
1: think it's gonna I be, be Lakers Raptors. <laughs> I think it's Lakers Raptors.
0: Look. The Lakers have great veterans. They did pick up Waiters and Jr, who proved they can be who who Mm -hmm. proved they have value. So don't get me wrong. I think when you look at the Lakers bench, just gives them that edge over the Clippers, in my opinion.
1: The Clippers bench is really good.
0: The Clippers bench is good, but they have um, Williams and Harrell and Shamet. But the Lakers bench, the Lakers bench, Kuzma can bring talent, Smith and Waiters have have, experience. I'm not how Kuzma to put up like 20. That's what I'm saying. Kuzma's inconsistent. I'm
1: not, trusting, I'm not trusting Smith or Kuzma. I'm trusting Waiters, but not
0: Smith or Kuzma. Waiters did go for six for seven, like straight off the bat in one of the scrimmages. LeBron was
1: rusty though yesterday. He was very rusty.
0: Rusty, uh, but that's what I'm saying. One other thing, why i picked pick the Lakers. When one doesn't play as well, the other, for example, if LeBron like doesn't D play D as well, you can expect AD to go off. He
1: got 30 in three quarters.
0: But here's the thing. If you have both of them going off, is it really... Don't get me wrong here. If I'm not mistaken, when LeBron didn't play, I don't know if AD was playing in that game, but the Lakers did defeat the Clippers with Caruso going off. So don't get me wrong there. They have talent. They just got to unleash it fully. But either way, thank you for being here. Yeah, it was a really entertaining episode, fun, basketball talks. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I cannot wait for to see how the season closes out. Thank you. Mm-hmm.
1: Thank you.